We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my fabulous friends, my soul siblings. I'm so happy to be connecting with you here today on Journey to Center. Getting older, especially as women in our society, is not generally looked at as something positive. But I can tell you from my perspective, the joy, peace, and happiness of my current decade far exceeds those from my earlier decades. My oh-so-wise brother-in-law often says the only thing in life we can control is our attitude. And I think we all have the power of choosing our attitude, as well as what kind of relationship we want to have with the passing of time and aging. And my personal choice is one of optimism, celebration, and great love. Today, I'm so happy to be having an uplifting, thought-provoking, inspiring, and empowering conscious conversation with my guest, expert, and friend, Carla Marie Manley. We're here to discuss her new book, Aging Joyfully, A Woman's Guide to Optimal Health, Relationships, and Fulfillment for Her 50s and Beyond. So if you're ready to do everything you can to make the rest of your years the very best years of your life, we are here to support and encourage you, as well as very honored and excited to have you with us. We are also so fortunate to be able to spend some sacred time with Dr. Carla Marie Manley. Dr. Manley is a clinical psychologist and wellness expert who offers a beautiful balance and admirable educational expertise and a holistic body-mind-spirit approach. Dr. Manley specializes in the treatment of anxiety, depression, trauma, and relationship issues while seamlessly blending traditional psychotherapy with alternative mindfulness practices such as yoga and meditation. Dr. Manley teaches and is the living example of healthy balance, optimal awareness, and empowered positivity in life. A few months ago, I had Dr. Manley on to talk about her first book, Joy from Fear, where she illuminated the importance of embracing fear messages for a transformed life filled with freedom and lasting happiness. I loved her so much that I told her I needed her back when her new book came out. And today is this day. We're going to be talking about Aging Joyfully, a book that is realistic and positive. It is also a priceless gift that can support anyone who wants it to achieve wisdom and joy throughout their lives. So, Dr. Manley, thanks for saying yes to a couple more conversations with us here on Empower Radio. Thank you for having me, Dr. Tammy. It is a joy. And your book, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's so joyful and it's so um, incredibly empowering and um, uplifting. So you can tell me a little bit about how and why you decided to bring this book into being. One of the focuses of my practice, I specialize in anxiety, trauma, and depression, is on women's issues. Indeed, uh, even though I also work with with male clients, um, I would say about 60 to 70% of my practice is with women. And I run a weekly women's support group. And in that group, which the ages, you know, are between 20 and 70, but definitely the median age is, you know, right, sits right there at about 50. Um, I get a real sense of what 
is bothering women, right? What their current issues are that lead to stress, anxiety, depression. And of course, in working with women, I'm also often working with their partners. And so when I was asked to write Aging Joyfully by my amazing publisher, Familius, I absolutely was thrilled at the chance to focus on some of the most pertinent topics and issues that come to me through clients, through friends, through family. And I thought, what a beautiful forum to illuminate the beauty of aging, the empowerment that's possible in aging, as well as addressing some of the the, the real downsides, particularly the downside of sexism, ageism, where those two meet, and some of the health issues. But I wanted it to be an uplifting invitation into re-envisioning aging. I love that. And it's so beautiful. I've really experimented and experienced this in my own life. We get to choose. We get to identify ourselves as whatever we choose to. And so often I think we take on whatever's been handed down to us, maybe our family of origin or what society says by virtue of just like watching television or reading magazines or um outer reality, we can take that on or we can say, no, you know what? I'm not going to buy into that. I'm going to manifest and choose my reality from the inside out. And the more I've experimented with this, I have to say, the better I feel and the better my life seems to look. And what's reflected back to me is really, um, it's been transformed. So you want to talk a little bit about that because I know you're kind of of the mind, same mindset and you write about this and you talk about this. So I'd love to hear more from you. Thank you. I, you know, I agree that we can either adopt the strictures, the mindset that society puts on us, right, into believing things such as uh, we must be youthful looking. We must be 20 or 30 to be happy. We must put on a happy face and not feel our feelings or express our feelings. We must, as women, be doers and givers and never express our needs or even know our needs, right? And I think that for me, when we put that aside, all of those expectations aside and say, all right, what is right for me? How can I show up as my highest and best self? Mm -hmm. How can I manifest through awareness and perseverance Mm -hmm. the kind of life I want? And, you know, so many people think in, in my practice, women will come and they say, I've been manifesting and it's not working. And I say, well, what are you manifesting? How are you doing this? Well, I, you know, I think about it. And I think about the life I want, but it's not coming to me. And I say, well, to manifest. (laughs) Yeah, that's a very good part, right? We want to envision it. And then we have to take the steps. We have to use our courage. We have to face our fears. And as we do that, then we um, can create the life that we want. And it's the other piece of it, Tammy, is that sometimes the process is very slow and it's not overnight. And some people become hopeless or feel defeated as a result of that. And I think it's so important for listeners to know that this is a work in progress, this re-envisioning of the self at whatever age you are. 
as a beautiful time in life. And to me, our 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond are a time when we ideally are not so focused on doing for others. Mm -hmm. We are not so focused on doing what we are told to do. But instead, this is a period of life where we um, might have the time and energy to pause and slow it down and say, what do I want? What do I envision for the life that will bring me joy? Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh, I just love it so much because, you know, that's been my experience in the past. I had a lot of ambition and it was about the doingness and about the perception of others and um, I guess wanting to prove and impress outer reality. And as I've pulled my energy back, um, as I've identified more with just wanting to be the presence of love rather than just doing. And as I've really considered, what is it that actually brings me joy? Not taking on expectations of anyone else, but really sitting with that. And my creativity has expanded. My uh, time with horses has expanded. My ambition has <laughs> dialed down. But I have to tell you, I feel so more, so much more peaceful and joyful and free than I ever have. And I really believe that uh, the best is still yet to come. And I love how you said that, you know, that you had these goals as, as most of us do, right? Of proving and mm. impressing, right? And we are raised, that is our culture. We are raised to prove ourselves to the world, to impress the world, whether it's with our intellectual ability or our looks or our contributions. And all of those things can be important, but to me, they are not the most important. And as you said, rather than, than envisioning the gift that we want to give to the self and thus to the world and breathing into that gift of the self and the world, that perhaps that is is really the highest calling when we can slow it down enough to say, all right, this is what mom and dad thought I should be, or this is what I thought I should be, or I need to be. But really, what does the divine, and we are part of that divine, whatever we call our divine, what is my highest and best use in the divine's eyes? And I saw a post you did the other day, and I can't remember the exact words, but it so reminded me of one of my favorite little mission statements is, is something to the effect of, may I get out of the way through mm. my own will of wanting and thus let the divine do what it wants with me. Mm. And yeah. when, yeah, and you had written something very similar to that. And, and I thought, you know, isn't that beautiful that perhaps that is one of the gifts of getting older, that we no longer need if if we're doing our work we no longer need our will to be the goal and Absolutely. but perhaps we let the will of what is of what we're intended to be here for be the goal well and i really do think it's part of just the human journey in the process i have a younger friend who's working really hard and i'm looking at her going why are you doing this to yourself and she said something rather interesting and maybe profound. She goes, I just want to see what I can do. And I think that was me. 
in my 20s and 30s. I wanted to see what I could do of my own accord, my own steam, my own, I guess, ambition. And um, I did it. And I guess there was some success, but it didn't bring me great fulfillment and joy and finally hit a wall because things got kind of bad. And that's when I surrendered my will and started saying, may thy will be done. And today my prayer is like, God, just work through me. Maybe may I be a paintbrush in your hand. May may I be a conduit for your light and love in this world. And I've found personally, as I've um, lived more from this posture, my life continues to improve in every single way. I um, love this thing I read recently. Um, Less of me, more of you. Less of me, more of you. And it's, I think, um, choosing to um, surrender our ego and I like the term I go rather than edging God out. I go inviting God only. And it started as an experiment. But as I've played with this, um, my life just continues to improve. And I know it's how I'm going to roll for the rest of my life here on Earth and probably beyond. <laughs> and I love that because before, you know, switching to the opposite side of that, right? I that really resonates with me because uh, I'm not a big TV watcher at all, and um, I was watching something, and the um, actress on it had a sticky note in her car that said, um, "Send me something to that effect." And I paused and I said, "What is that about?" And I asked my husband to rewind it. And here, and then I did some research on it. And here it's from a, a quote in the Bible, which for people, whether you're religious or not, it still has meaning in my eyes. And it is from Isaiah 6, 8. And it is talking about, here I am to your higher power. Send mm-hmm. me, send me, let me be the instrument, right? And it's so just resonated with me that I agree, whether it's through my books or my clinical practice or speaking with a friend, that I believe we each are conduits for our higher power, whatever that is, be it God, Buddha, love, right? If we choose it, Mm -hmm. if we choose, because I think for a long time I didn't, and I think that's why I suffered. And I see my young friends that are in so much ambition, and I don't think they've chosen to be that conduit for their higher self. But I think sometimes it takes pain to get us to make that choice, inspire us to make that choice. And it's so interesting that you're saying that because, you know, when I was saying before I switch speeds, you know, to the other side of it, and that is exactly the other side of it, that um, despite, regardless of chronological age, that you are so right. It is a choice. And I know people in their 60s, 70s, and some who have passed, who have never made that choice, who became so caught up in the material world, Mm -hmm. in, in ego, in financial success, that they missed their opportunity to really shine with with the light of love. Yes, mm-hmm. maybe they were able to shine with financial success. And but I must say that the people who chose or didn't become aware of their ability to channel their divine, right? Their power of love, that I have to say without exception, they um died with a very hollow, hollow sense of self. Mm. 
And I get a sense perhaps that was uh, an experience of a past life (laughs) (laughs) this time. But, you know, it's so funny. I love the quote. And I think it's um, I'm not sure where it comes from in the Bible. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things will be added unto thee. But also the kingdom of heaven is within. So as I think we go for that love and light inside of ourselves, all things can be added unto us. And I was at a fork in the road where it's like, do I choose the stuff of the world or do I choose God? Fortunately, I chose God and the stuff of the world. I, I got to be broke. I got to suffer for a while. But these days. I'm far more prosperous than I've ever been, far more prosperous than if I would have chosen the fork in the road of uh, earthly gain. And I'm just so grateful that I had the courage and the the stick-to-itiveness and the wherewithal to con- to be consistent, because I think this is available to everyone, um, but we have to make that choice. Do we choose faith or do we choose fear? Absolutely. And, you know, you are so right. The choice is ours. And that's so tying it back into aging, right? I think that there are definitely people who are younger chronologically, whose lives, for whatever reason, be it upbringing, be it the fork in the road they got early and and made, you know, the decision that was on a more soulful path. But I think that so much of our 20s are spent in creating a sense of who we are, um, relationship, career, 30s, you know, relationship, family, career, 40s, relationship, family, career. And as we move into 50s, that we sometimes get enough of slowness, you know, happening within and without that we do have a greater opportunity. And again, looking at the gifts of aging, I think that is one of the beauties of aging is we do have the wisdom to be able to slow it down and say, okay, I've done that. I have done that. I have the college education. I have the the job. I have the house or, you know, at least I'm able to make my bill, my my payments, whatever somebody's. And that maybe that is one of the often overlooked joys of age Mm -hmm. is that we do have the opportunity to reevaluate our pathway. And if we choose Look at the forks in the road and rather than just proceeding, you know, sluggishly one foot in in front of the other or on autopilot quickly one foot in front of the other, that we have the opportunity as you did, as I have done to say, okay, the left fork is not right for me. Forward is not right. But hmm, even though I'm somewhat afraid, I am going to take the right fork with conscious awareness. I love that. So here's a beautiful quote in your book that like um, blends together so well with what we're talking about here. This is your time to reflect and consider both where you've been and what lies before you, whether you had the opportunity to choose your life roles and relationships carefully, or whether you unknowingly took what was imposed on you by others. You can now breathe into the rich spaces of your life. Now is the time to wisely delve into yourself and consider what has worked for you and what has not and what you might like to do differently. Perhaps you're completely content with where you are in life, but also crave change. It may be that you desire a slight shift here or there, or perhaps thirsty for something entirely new. Whatever you wish, what role and journey changes you desire, the gift of reinvention awaits you. This, dear woman, can be a most spacious, reflective, and welcoming welcoming time in your life. 
<sighs> Makes me want to take a deep breath and just... <sighs> right. Yeah, and even you took a deep breath. <laughs> I did. It's so funny because as you were reading, I was thinking, you know, how it sounds simple, right? And it is simple. Yet for the listeners, remember, it doesn't need to be big shifts during this time of your life. They can't, they might be big. You might choose to make huge shifts in career, in role, in relationship. Yet you also might realize, and I think this is such a profoundly beautiful aspect of aging, that you can take little steps to do some of the things you have never done in your life that make you feel more expansive, more whole, more more of whatever it is. And as an example, it's so funny. I've always wanted to, I love baking bread, don't have much time for it. And near us is this, it's about 30 minutes away, is the most amazing um, organic bakery. And we try and go out on a Saturday or Sunday. And I said, you know what? I want to volunteer here for a day. I want to be a baker for a day. <laughs> and so we went out last Sunday and I found the owner. And he, I, of course, I've never introduced myself. And I said, hi, I'm Carla. And, you know, I'd really like to come out here and volunteer one day. And I said, I'll do anything. I just want to bake with you. He says, absolutely. You email me and we will make it work. And I said, and I don't mind doing anything. And he goes, oh, of course, that's you will be, you will be the maid. And I said, okay. <laughs> and so it is in such simple, humble ventures. They, they can be grand. They can be magnificent, right? Like write a book, you know, do speech, start a club. But they can also be in the most simple little gestures that make us feel as though we are collecting little pieces of the self and the self streams that allow us to feel more whole. <sighs> Again, I breathe. And it really is, you know, I like the quote, um, there are no great things, only small things done with great love. I think that's from Mother Teresa. It's the mm -hmm. ego wants us to do these big blow it out things. But later along the way, we may realize it's the joy. It's um, the uh, offering of our loving that in small ways that can be such a profound gift to ourselves, to spirit, to the world. So I love that. You know, what would bring you joy? Don't shoot on yourself. What's like, oh, this would be a fun thing to do. And that can be such a profound experience, a heart expanding um, experience and, and what can bring more light and beauty to yourselves into the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so sweet. I really love that. So we, we do have four minutes left and we have uh, some time to still talk about some really great things, but I want to, to give you the opportunity to do a shout out. Where can people find you? I know you have a great website and um, where are your books available? How can people get more Dr. Manley? Okay, so my books are available, uh, Joy From Fear and Aging Joyfully are both available on 
Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I love, love honoring my local bookstores. So if you um, like to do to support your local bookstores, look for IndieBound and plug in your zip code and they'll let you know the closest bookstore that has um, Aging Joyfully available. Also, my website is Dr. Carla, C-A-R-L-A, manly.com. And it's no surprise, you can also find me on agingjoyfully.com. And I love it. I love uh, your website. You have a lot of wonderful um, content there, some great quotes. Um, So yeah, please visit her website. Um, And I love, love, love your book. It's highly engaging. There's lots of stories, but it's also very participatory with lots of wisdom tips, steps, and very interactive exercises. So people can really um, journey into this and make it as rich and deep and um, transformational as they want to. I think it meets people where they're at and takes them to where they want to be. Absolutely. And it does everything from look at family to self to medical issues to exercise diet with really simple 90 wisdom tips. Some of them are exercises. Some of them are simple go-to things that you can do to improve your life, bring greater joy to your life. And absolutely, it is it is a supporting, heartfelt, heartwarming book. It really is. It really is. It talks about physical, physiological, but also emotional and spiritual. It's so well-rounded. And I think it's, you've created such a beautiful gift for people that are um, ready and willing to receive it. Thank you. Thank you. And I just appreciate and adore you immensely. Dr. Manley, and I'm so grateful you said yes to this conversation and so grateful that we get to do another show together next week. You are a blessing. As are you, and I thank you, and I thank your listeners for opening up to the idea of re-envisioning aging and aging with radiant joy. Radiant joy. Yes, to our uh, friends that have been hanging out with us, gosh, just thank you from the bottom of her huge heart, my huge heart, my producer Remy's huge heart. We are so grateful that you are part of the energy and expansiveness that is Empower Radio. Please be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com. Find us on Facebook. Um, I love to be in conversation with you. So just know um, relationships where it's all at. So let's dance and journey forward, onward and upward together. God bless you. Take good, gentle care of yourself. Bye for now.